she won the Walkley. Mm. Did I say it right? Walkley. Walkley. Walkley Award. Yeah. Um, I told Paula she needs to say it more Aussie. Yeah, Walkley. <laughs> no, see, it sounds dumb when I say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I also can't say tomato because it just sounds weird coming out of my mouth. But. <laughs> To literary anything, our Marion Libraries podcast, where we talk about anything literary and literary anything. I'm Jane. I'm Paula. Happy Christmas! Yes, welcome to our 2019 wrap up yep. episode. We've been looking forward to this one. I feel like we say that every time. <laughs> I was thinking about this, but it's it's true every time. But I feel like it's pr- particularly true for me anyway yeah. for this time because it's you know it's a fun casual it's a, yeah it's know. a bit lighter it's gonna be a bit shorter yeah and it's yeah just to wrap up just stuff we loved stuff we loved yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> so we thought we'd talk about um a couple of our favorite literary anything books are we going to start with literary anything books or are we going to i think we start with just stuff we loved generally yeah outside of the podcast yeah yep. yeah 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 yep. let's that do it suits you. you you start okay okay um so i've just picked out two that I really loved this year. Um, The first one's one that I read all the way back in March, um, The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides. Um, That was a psychological thriller. I don't know if you remember me talking about it. I think – did I? I think you just spoke to me about it, but then I I don't know if you ever actually talked about it on the podcast because I remember afterwards thinking – did she you? should have talked about that. Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, so tell us <laughs> yeah. now. Um, so it's um, about Alicia Berenson's life and um, her life is seemingly perfect. She's a famous painter married to, a, you know, a quite in-demand fashion photographer. She lives in a big grand house and um, lives in, you know, a fancy part of London. Um, and one evening her husband Gabriel returns home from a fashion shoot and Alicia shoots him five times in the face and then, and then never speaks another word again. Oh, she, she goes mute after that. Yes, wow. essentially, yes. So she refuses to talk or refuses to give any sort of explanation um, and it, it turns from this horrible tragedy into a bit of a, a mystery that captures the public's attention mm-hmm. um, and imagination and it's, you know, turns her into sort of a notorious, you know, murderer. Mm. Um, you know, her art skyrockets, it's in demand and, you know, you know, like when artists die in their yeah. paintings and then, you know, worth squillions of dollars. Um, so then she's um, obviously tried and sent to jail but she's sent to a um, secure like hospital type thing called The Grove. And then in comes Theo Faber, who's a criminal psychotherapist who's waited a long time <coughs> to work with Alicia and thinks that he can um, help her and get her to talk again. Um, so his determination um, unravels the mystery of why she shot her husband and takes Theo down a, a bit of a twisting path with his own motiv- motivations. Um, so I loved it. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. That sounds totally like something I would love. You would love it. Yeah. I, it, w- it was so great. So this is a 2019 book and it actually won Best Mystery and Thriller for 2019 on Goodreads. Um, and this is their um, uh, a debut novel too. Oh, wow. And I think from memory, Alex Michaelides is a screenwriter. So it's got a very um, movie 
quality visual about it. kind of yeah. yeah so it's definitely something you could see being turned into a, a thriller um a psychological thriller um you know potentially um i really loved it and it's so funny that i'm talking about it now because i was at di- dinner with girlfriends last night and we were talking about this book and she read this along with woman in the window girl on the train all in a sort of like a bit of a themed reading period yeah so she didn't love it as much as i did but (gasps) we discussed it and we wondered whether it's because she read it with all these others at the same time and so she was prepared for twists and turns and she had too much of a yeah thing and she Mm. always guesses things whereas i don't guess anything (laughs) i never guess the ending of anything did she like woman in the window um she like I've read that as well, and she didn't like mm. it as much as say Girl on the Train. It was a bit yeah. samey same, mm. which I found as well. Mm. I loved Girl on the Train. I didn't like Woman in the Window. Yeah, Woman in the Window was a bit, um, I don't know, seemed a bit formulaic. Mm. Um, yeah. But anyway, I thought it was right, fabulous, good one. and yeah. I think you would really like. Yeah, this. I should definitely read that. Really it easy, right up my alley. A great book. I I read it on a. Um, flight. I read the whole thing uh, in one five-hour flight. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Well, I have two that I've tied for second favorite book of the year, and neither of these are 2019 books. I'm late to the party on both of these. <laughs> um, the first one is The Goldfinch by Donna oh, Tart. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that one, the um, uh, Pulitzer Prize for Fiction in 2014. Yeah. Um, that was a huge, it, big deal, that book. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was also a huge book, period. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to it. It was 26 um, discs. Um, I'm not going to get into the storyline because it's just such a huge, Mm. it's a huge sweeping saga. Um, The reason I read it now was because I was talking to a customer, a book group person, and we were talking about the fact that the book, uh, sorry, the movie came out this year. So that's why it's kind of been more in the, Mm. in, um, you know, people have been talking about it recently. And um, the movie bombed. Yes, Um, it did, didn't it? Who was in that? Um, Nicole Kidman. That's the right. mother, yeah. You heard almost nothing about that. Yeah, I put a yeah an article, good. yeah, up on Facebook about it because yeah, people were disappointed. I mean, like I say, the book was enormous, and they tried to make it into a movie, and I think that was maybe I haven't seen the movie, so I should, probably mm. shouldn't say, but it, it, by all accounts, it's not good. And I think perhaps they should have tried to make it into a series because yeah, like a mini series or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, there was there was just so much to cover, mm. um, but it was a brilliant beautiful sad don't if you don't like sad books uh, maybe not but it's just the descriptions it's, uh, she's a brilliant writer so that one um, um, tied with a little life by um, Hanya Yana oh, yeah. you um, loved that yeah mm-hmm. which is it's also extremely sad that one yeah. is even yeah it's it's very depressing and hard going lots of um, talk of abuse I think I mentioned it mm. in the podcast yeah. but both of them are just masterpieces um Nice so yeah if you like big long sweeping sagas yep they're for you yep um my other favorite for the year was and I actually found it hard to choose because I really I generally like a lot of books that I read mm. um but these are the ones that have kind of I, I just I chose these books because I thought what have I read this year what's what sticks to my mm. mind because I'm not very good at remembering titles or authors I have a list that I keep um, so I kind of chose based on what stuck, stuck with, with me. You. This yeah, year. good idea. Um, and the other one which we've talked about twice before is Fake by Stephanie Wood. Oh yes. 
I just loved that so much. And so I'm not going to rehash the story because we've talked about it twice on the podcast because yes, yeah. you read it last month. Yes, that's right. Um, that was great. That was a July 2019 book. Right, and it stuck with you. It stuck with me and I just, yeah, it was great. It was so well written and so... Um, it was compelling. Yeah, it was. Mm. It really was. And I really hope that she keeps writing. Mm. Um, obviously, that's a tricky ask given that this is a personal... Um, slight memoir yeah investigative memoir yeah that's a new genre yeah it worked Um, (laughs) (laughs) so she was drawing on her own experiences so I don't know whether she will keep writing but I'd love it if she wrote some fiction she'd be a really beautiful writer I think yeah so yeah that's another one that was quick and easy to read and sucked you in definitely sucked you in yeah Yeah. now I'm looking at my notes and realizing I had have two more go on then um (laughs) The other one, I'm not, and again, I won't say a lot about it because I've Sorry. already talked about it, but it's, and another one I'm late to the party on, we need to talk about Kevin <gasps> is, you know, I read that this year and it's just yes. um, amazing. It's one of my all-time favorite yeah. books. Yeah, me too. Yeah, brilliant book. Um, and then, but my favorite of the year um, was Any Ordinary Day by Lee Sales. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I've talked about this one too, but mm. I'll just also mention that she won the Walkley, mm. did I say it right? Walkley? Walkley Award. Walkley Award. Yeah. Um, I told Paula she needs to say it more Aussie. Yeah, Walkley. <laughs> no, see, it sounds dumb when I say it like that. <laughs> I also can't say tomato because it just sounds weird coming out of my mouth. But <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my favourite yeah, for the year. I mean, I think that's a lot of people's favourite books for the book for the year. It's in a lot of order. lists. Yeah, a yeah. lot of those. Because at this time of year, lots and lots of lists get published Yes. About you know, best reads of 2019, best mysteries, best nonfiction, best this, best that. And this one's on a lot of people's just overall best of the year lists. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah let us know if you loved it as well. Yeah. Did you read deserving. that or listen to it? I read that one. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't think I've got enough to read that. I think you I'll be I think no. I'll be too emotional. No, it's 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 an important book. Yeah. You'd be, you'd be all right. Well, <laughs> no one's died from crying, haven't they? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so tell me um, what literary anything books you loved. Okay, so I've, I've got my top two. Yep. Have you got more than two? No, I've got okay. I've got top two and then two honourable mentions. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Well, I've, I've just got top two. So um, my second favourite was Element OP by yes. Mark Dunn. I'm sure you're not surprised. No, I'm not. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, that one just <laughs> delighted me. Yeah. thought it was so clever and cute and short and sweet and compelling. Clever. And so clever. Yeah, so clever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So that was my second favourite. How okay. about you? Um, well, I didn't rank them at all. Oh, okay. I just chucked them on my, in my notes. Okay. Um, I loved Becoming by Michelle Obama. Right. Um, just loved it. Mm. It was so inspiring and I definitely think that I will – go back and read some of that again. Oh, good idea. Um, Because I think there's lots of important learnings from that book and Mm. I think that she's got a lot of um, inspiring advice. Um, So, yeah, that was one of mine. Mm. Um, And what was your other? What was number one for Paula? Oh, are we going there right away? Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine was Becoming. Oh, was it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know what to say when you said it as a... (laughs) I completely That's agree. That's so funny. We didn't talk about this no, beforehand. No, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, I just think she's absolutely brilliant. And I guess because I didn't know what to expect because yeah. I didn't know very much about her yeah, and I didn't either. know what kind of writer she'd be. Yeah, I me mean, either. God, not only is she brilliant, I mean, you can be brilliant and not a good writer. She's brilliant and a, a beautiful, gifted writer. It was a magnificently written book. And really lovely. Yeah, and like, and so interesting. Like you said, um, you thought it could be political, dry, yeah. you know, um, and it completely wasn't. And it was a love story between her and Barack. And yeah. it was, you know, about her as a mother. It yeah. was about their relationship. It was about, you know, how do you juggle your... It was everyday yeah. stuff that everybody has to deal with, as well as she meets the queen and she yeah. does the wrong thing. And, and just, this is what happens in the White House. Yeah. And we work things out. And That's right. Yeah. And did you know you got to pay for your food? And yeah. <laughs> I know that still amazes yeah, me. All and that stuff. Was you just listened to it. I read it. I did both. I listened to oh, it a bit because I was trying to get it done for the podcast. So yep. I think that I might listen to it next. Do yeah, yeah. Everybody says it's fabulous. Didn't it win Audio Book of the Year or something? Like oh, that? maybe I wouldn't be surprised. Don't quote like literally. Don't take that for verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> but I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. It's because everybody yeah. says it's just fabulous. The there you go. She because she's also good at reading. I know. Yeah. What a package she yeah, is. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <laughs> the other one that I loved was, and I think you're going to disagree with this, okay. is Where'd You Go Bernadette? Oh, you know I'm going <laughs> to disagree with that. <laughs> I thought it was so much fun and so quirky. And it's, again, I chose these books based on not so much, um, I mean, obviously, you know, a well-written book is a good book, but you know, what stuck with me for the year and what have I thought back on again and what's, you know, what do I think about still? And mm. that's one of them. Okay. And I thought I'd talk a little bit, because when we read it, we talked about the movie. Yes. And how it was um, supposed to be released last year or the year before. Yeah, it kept and getting it delayed. Kept delayed mm. and delayed. And it still got delayed again. So it's um, still not out. No, it is. Oh. But it was um, actually released in August this year. Right. Um, after lots of um, delays and the reviews are terrible. <gasps> oh, that's why I haven't... That's why no one's heard about yeah. it. Yeah. But I looked at a couple of the trailers and the trailers actually look kind of... I don't know. Yeah, I thought the trailers looked trailers all right. looked all right. Do you know um, if we've got the movie? I don't we know. We haven't yet? I'll, I don't I'll, know. I'll look and see. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, that many delays indicates that the studio's not thinking that this is going to be a winner for mm. them so they just kind of hide it in a mid-year release date mm. um but it's got i mean it had Kate Blanchett in it it's got yeah. Kristen Wiig and it's got heaps of big names in it um so I'm not sure I might watch it still I think I, I remember after we read the book, I said, yeah. I still want to see the movie. Yeah. I would watch it just for Kristen Wiig. I think she's yeah. so brilliant. She's and, and I feel like that character for her, she could do a lot. Yeah. If I found that character super annoying, but I feel like Kristen she Wiig could, could make good. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't love the book so much that I feel like watching the movie could potentially ruin the book. Right. Like I feel with, um, we need to talk about Kevin. I didn't watch the movie because I just, I felt so um, strongly about how I thought the book was that um, I didn't really want to... Yeah, that was a good decision. I didn't want, I didn't want the visuals of what the movie mm. was. So anyway, yeah. that's what I liked. Is that your favourite or you didn't no, rank them? I didn't rank, just I didn't rank. If I had to choose, I'd probably choose Becoming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, look at that. We've both decided Becoming was... 
I know we've disagreed on so much this year. <laughs> but we can agree on Michelle Obama. Do you want to disagree more about my <laughs> honourable mentions? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> One you'll um, like, which I also um, loved, Element OP. Okay. Um, I, again, clever, adorable, just such a sweet little mm. funny book. Yeah. Um, and my other honourable mention is After the Flood. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> she says with judgment all <laughs> over her face. <laughs> it's not true. You can't see. You. see. I can see your yeah, face. Yeah, I know you can. Nobody else can. And it's completely non-judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I didn't, I didn't love, love, love it, but I thought it was an interesting premise and I thought it was – it made me feel things and that – has stuck with me. It made me feel things too, but I don't think it was the <laughs> author's intention to make me feel those things. <laughs> but cool. So yeah, they're what we thought. And we would love, love, love to hear what everybody thinks. What yes. did everyone love this year? Yes, please. You know, give us some recommendations. Yeah. Is there anything that, you know, you think that, um, you know, all of our listeners and we should read? Yes. Um, and if you're not already, join the Facebook group and post there or post on our regular page. or Get on board. Yep. Yeah. Um, so um, we got our um, IT people to get us the stats for what were the most um, borrowed titles, um, adult fiction and adult nonfiction for this year. So we thought we'd let you know what you what were what your favorite books yeah. um, for 2019 were. So, um, I don't know, do we want to run down all the whole 10 or? Um, maybe do top maybe five. Top of five. Each. Okay. Um, but I thought. We it don't need to talk about. No, each know. one. But I yeah. thought what was interesting was that of the 10 um, top 10 fiction books, um, two of them were ones that we've talked about on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And of the top 10. Uh, non-fiction books, four of them uh, we've talked about on the Honestly, podcast. Look at so us with look at us. finger on the pulse. On the pulse. <laughs> Either that or people listen to the podcast and then borrow it. Either way, finger on the we're pulse. winning. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for fiction, the top um, five are, the fifth is The Fallen by David Baldacci. Mm -hmm. uh, Dark Sacred Night is number four uh, by Michael Connolly. Um, the third is The Midnight Line by Lee Child. Uh, number two was Nine Perfect Strangers, so that's mm. one of the ones. It surprises me because really? I didn't really like it. No, I didn't really like it either, but it, mm. there was, you know, everybody was borrowing it and off yeah. the back of... I um, mean, they borrowed it doesn't mean they liked it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and, you know, she's got the HBO series yeah. and yeah. she was here and, yeah. you know, yeah. So, obviously, we're talking about Leanne Moriarty. Yes. And number one was Past Tense by Lee Child. Oh. Yeah. So um, oh, yeah. the the second book um, that we mentioned in the podcast was The Lost Man. So that was number six Yeah, yeah. Um, by Jane, Jane Harper. Jane Harper's got another book coming out next year, Ooh, I think. I right. think she's just had a baby. I saw so that because we follow her on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us the nonfiction. Do you, or do you want to yeah, do it I since I did the fiction? Sure, yep. sure. Um, so the top five. To the surprise of no one, mm. Barefoot Investor. Yeah. Um, that's been in the top, our, like, the most borrowed books for like, since, since its release. Yeah, that's which was 2017. Yeah, yeah, people are still borrowing it. Yeah. Um, the Fast 800, which is an intermittent fasting book. Yeah, so yeah. 
That's, That's what you, what borrowed, you this borrowed year. That's what you Yeah. So we'll put those lists up. We'll put the whole list up on the Facebook page. Uh, we're doing a special kind of a post um, with covers and all that kind of stuff. Lovely. Yeah. Sorry to ruin this. No, that's all right. <laughs> Just <laughs> anticipate it. <laughs> now, what would you like to talk about? Do you want to talk about things that we're looking forward to reading? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, you tell me. Okay, well, I've got a pile of books here. Mm. One of them is, um, yes, is Demi Moore's autobiography, Inside Out. Yep. There was lots in the news about this, yeah. things she said about Ashton, things... Mm. John Cryer said about her, um, all sorts. So, um, yep, I'm looking forward to reading that. Any fans from, you know, the 80s in particular? Definitely. That sort of Brat Pack. Brat, I was just going to say Brat Pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like totally in the mix. So, yep, her, Rob Lowe. Yeah. All Andrew them. McCarthy, my favorite. Yeah. Oh, is he your favorite? Oh, my gosh. Oh, how cute. Oh, so much. <laughs> Do you know he's a travel writer now? No. I would literally die if he toured <gasps> and brought. And brought imagine. That's just so imagine. yours is Andrew McCarthy and mine is Russell Brand. Who's coming in yes, February? I'm I going meant, to see him. I meant to tell you. Yeah, yeah. You I've got known. tickets already. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be, um, yeah, look forward to hearing about what you think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one that I'm looking forward to, which I've already got at home ready to read, um, is called The Bee and the Orange Tree. And this is one that I actually suggested to Paula that we um, – read as one of our literary anything books and she read the very first line which says it's 1699 and the salons of Paris are bursting with creative energy and she literally was like oh <laughs> no, no not she, only likes, she only likes historical fiction if it's the last hundred years so <laughs> that was canned so <laughs> I will too. read it yes it does have a beautiful cover, though. I like the, it's color, a the cover. It's cover, mm. and it's all golden and honey Yeah, it's lovely. It's beautiful. So this is, yes, historical fiction, obviously. It's based on the story of um, um, Marie Catherine, and I'm not going to pronounce this. You speak French. Mm. How do you pronounce that? Oh, it doesn't actually. Delnoy. Hmm, not sure. So Delnoy. she is... Um, I think she was a writer and wrote fairy tales. So it's a loosely based on her... Um, and it's at a time where um, the Catholic Church were getting involved in people's day-to-day lives in um, in France. So that came out on the 29th of August. That's an Affirm Press book, which is a small independent publisher, which actually won um, Small Publisher of the Year this oh, year. Nice. So um, they publish Australian books. So she's an Australian writer. So um, I'm looking forward to that, Sounds even good. if you don't want to know about it. <laughs> I look forward to your <laughs> thoughts on it. <laughs> what else is on your list? Um, I've got uh, Too Much Lip by Melissa Lukashenko um, because um, that book was shortlisted for the Stella Prize and then it won the uh, 2019 Miles Franklin Award. So I've never read um, anything like it and I'm always keen to read more Australian mm-hmm. um, authors because, yeah, I think that's important since I live here now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Nice one. Um, another one I'm looking forward to, which lots of people are I'm seeing this around a lot. It's got a lovely cover. It's called The Best Kind of Beautiful by Frances Whiting. Um, this is another October book um, that was released this year by Pan Macmillan. Um, you're going to hate the sound of this. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Um, a warm-hearted novel from the author of Walking on Trampolines about music, grief, relationships, gardens, love, <laughs> laughter and family. What's, I, why do you say I'm not 
not going to like that. That oh, sounds that nice. Sounds, I don't know. It sounds <laughs> like a... You had me until gardens. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a, and I'm doing little air quotes. Um, air quotes. It sounds like a ladies' book. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I'm a lady-ish. <laughs> I know, but anyway, it sounds lovely. Um, One of our um, literary anything members, Cat, just posted about that. Yes, she did. Mm. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, so she's not air quotes lady, yeah. like lady book. So <laughs> she, yeah, she loved it. Yes. So I'm looking forward to reading it. It says. Um, where is it here? It says it's a um, warm, witty, gentle novel about bringing out the best in each other. Cool. It sounds lovely. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to reading that. Mm. Well, from lovely and light and <laughs> lighthearted to uh, the other one I've got is um, See What You Made Me Do by Jess Hill. Mm-hmm. So she's another one who won a Walk- Walk- Walkley Award. I don't know why I can't say that <laughs> word, Walkley Award. Um and so this is um, obviously full on because, as it says right on the cover, it's about power, control, and domestic abuse. Um, it says it, it calls domestic abuse a national emergency in Australia. One in four women has experienced violence from a man she was intimate with. So Is this nonfiction then? Yes. Yeah, yeah nonfiction. So, um, yeah, obviously not a lighthearted summer read, but yeah. again, I felt like it was important and... Um, and I've seen it around the place a lot. So, um, yeah, Helen Gardner calls it a shattering book, clear-headed and meticulous, driving always at the truth. That sounds really good. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, SBS is set to development as a doco, TV doco series next year. Oh, great. Yeah. Good timing to read it then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's nice what I um, Another one that um, I will read at some stage soon is called In the Clearing um, by J.P. Pomer. Um, this doesn't come out to the end of December. It's a shit book. Um, I don't. I've read a couple of little synopsises, and they're all they all sound a little bit different to each other. But what I'm getting the sense of is that it's um, sort of a mysterious, cultish kind of a book about, um, I guess, power and um, the struggle against power and being part of a community that doesn't accept differences and, you know, you need to stay within the bounds of what the rules are, um, which is not giving it a very good description. But um, but she, sounds that author, I've, we've, I think, have you mentioned her on the podcast I think before? I think we have. Yeah. yeah, I see her around. She wrote um, Call Me Evie. That's why, yeah. yeah. And one yeah. of our staff members read that and loved it. Yeah. Yep. So this is um, her next book. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But it might be, yeah, that's not going to be a easy breezy mm. book to read. But that's fine. So, um, and the other one I had um, that I'm looking forward to reading is Wearing Paper Dresses by Anne Brinsden. Yes. Lots of people are talking about this book. Yeah. And it yeah. and another one that has a beautiful cover and it is a gorgeous um, cover. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I see it around. So I don't really know anything about it except that one of our staff members read it and liked it and I keep seeing it all over the place. And it's Australian as well. Now I think this one is the one that I when I was at the Pan Macmillan Christmas Roadshow earlier in the year, about August I think it was, and lots of people were talking about this being the book. Right. Or the next couple of months so right another yeah. reason yeah to read absolutely. it absolutely yeah it's gorgeous looking yeah um there's two um books coming out in the next little while that i'm looking forward to reading um 
and I didn't write the release dates down, but Isabella Lunde's got a new book coming out called um, A Long Petal of the Sea. I think it's coming out in January. Um, I don't know if you like Isabella Lunde. I have never read her and I mean to because, yeah, I see her around a lot yeah. too. Um, one of She wrote, what's it called, The House of the Spirits. That's one of my favourite books. It's uh. a beautiful book. Um, so lots of people love her and um, that's her next release. I don't know much about what it's about. Um, so I'll definitely take a look, see if it looks good. Um, Janine Cummins, um, a book called American Dirt. That's coming out as well and that is being touted as a new American classic, um, Grapes of Wrath for Our Times. Wow. Which is a pretty big call. Yeah, big so shoes to fill. Not that I've read Grapes of Wrath, but... No, it's Steinbeck, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones yeah, that people should read yeah. that I've not read. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, so there are a couple of anticipated releases in the next couple of months. Cool. Now, shall we talk about what we're talking reading reading next? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, because we did the poll. Yes, and it was close. Yes. In fact, it was a tie. Which, yes. if you saw the poll, you might not think it was a tie, but we did also have a verbal <laughs> vote from yes. a staff member, which made it a tie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this month we're going to read the weekend by. Charlotte Wood. Yes. And we thought we'd announce the February book as well just to give everyone a bit of extra time. Yes, since it tied for the yeah. first we thought, well, we'll read them both. Yeah. Yep. So the February book will be Dark Emu by Bruce Pascoe. Yeah. So, yeah, get on board, find a copy. Yep. We've got both books in the library, many, yeah, I co- thought many copies of each. Yeah, but I thought it was interesting because there has been quite a bit of controversy mm. surrounding Dark Emu and Jane yes. had quite a hard time sourcing it. Yes, I did. For us to read. It sold out everywhere. Mm, so you had I to go to quite went, a few I think I went to shops. four bookshops to find it, which is, yeah. Yeah, there you go. But we have it in the library, so yes. put it on hold. Yep. And there's, I think there's audio versions as well. So. And there's also a children's uh, called Young Dark Emu yes. version, yep. if you're interested in that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, get reading, and we'll be back next month to yes. talk about the weekend. That's right. Great. See you then. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Did I not put it there? Sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, no, I know um, his name. And then Michael. The anyway, go on. Yep. Yes. I, yeah, Michael Beasley. Uh, not sure. Can't yeah. remember. Cut that out. Yeah. <laughs>